0: started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Who am I? I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself, creators and entrepreneurs I help you get your business paperwork together so if you need help with things like getting your business registered with the state contracts EIN numbers, Duns numbers, um, hiring employees properly basic brand protection strategies all those beginning stage things that you need to make your business legitimate your girl is here to help why am I qualified to help you so glad you asked that way in the back there okay Uh, i am a licensed attorney i have been one for fourteen years and counting i have started multiple businesses for myself and others both online and offline I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship the law education hospitality administrative support and most important I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible not everyone has the time the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school but a lot of you have amazing business ideas and if you're gonna make it there's just some stuff you need to know there's no way around it so that's why I'm here oh you're so sweet mahogany uh, so if you want to see how we can work together, I've got several options for you to access moi. Okay. Uh, all of those things that you can do to access me can be found in one place. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can do a multitude of things. You can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation if you're a first time client. You can also download my free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch all of the back episodes of this show, as well as subscribe to the podcast where you can hear the audio if you can't necessarily watch the video. Um, My DUNS number uh, webinar replay is also up there, ladies and gentlemen. So this month we are focusing on growth uh, for our businesses and expanding. Um, And if you sell physical products or if you want to, you know, get federal contracts and things like that, you need a DUNS number. A DUNS number helps you establish a credit history as well as a vendor history um, in the business world. And you won't be able to get into big box stores or get federal contracts without one. So I did a webinar a few months ago at the end of 2019 um, and I showed people in real time how to get a Dunn's number and you can learn how to do it yourself as well. Uh it is on sale right now if you go to Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. All right. And One more bit of news about me, so uh, I was saying right at the tippy top of the show, I have been selected to be a panelist at the Movement Conference. We are going to be educating creatives and entrepreneurs on how to be better, uh, better stewards of their business as well as their art. I'm going to be on a panel, hello, Always Hungry with a bunch of illustrious people. I'm very excited. Uh, I just found out today that I was selected for the panel. I'm going to have more details for you guys um, in the coming weeks. The the conference is um, April 3rd through the 5th. Uh, I will be presenting on April 4th. Uh, You can get tickets at mvement.com, movement.com. Okay? Alright, now on to the show. So here's how the show works, if you've never been here, but I think everybody here knows what the deal is. So I pull stories from the news, stories that I come in kind of my inbox, stories that I find on social media, and I find the, I pick the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we talk about them. Okay, so this is a conversation between all of us, so I want you guys to keep your ears open, pay attention, I'm going to ask you to answer some questions, I'm going to ask you to put in some emojis, Um, I'm going to ask if you're familiar with something, so be prepared to answer these questions, alright, so, that is enough intro for the show, now it's time to get to the show, Um, let me see a couple of readies in the comments so we can get started, ready, 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 Red deep, red deep, we got, um, we don't have as many people as we did yesterday, so I'm just looking for one ready, let me get one ready and we're gonna get started, okay, I know, you know, every day people can't always be here, no sweat off my back, I still love doing this, come on Instagram, there's three of y'all in there, I want at least one ready, Thank you, Always Hungry. Holding it down, because we were going to be sitting here. Thank you, Mahogany Joy. All right, thanks. (laughs) All right, and like I said, this show may be a little bit shorter. We only have two stories, so we will go into Q&A once we're finished with the stories, okay? So if you have questions that you want to ask me, get them ready. All right, first story that we are talking about tonight. Has anybody who is watching, if you have ever ordered from... DoorDash or Grubhub any of these uh, delivery delivery services but especially DoorDash or Grubhub give me a burger emoji if you have ordered from DoorDash or Grubhub or any of the other food delivery services give me a burger emoji burger burger burger. (laughs) okay give me my burger I want my burger emoji burgers <laughs> I'm just being silly right now, okay? Give me a burger emoji. All right, and while you guys are giving me the burger emojis, um, we all know how these how these uh apps work. You know, you you download the app. Thank you for the burger. You download the app. You go to um, you know, you find you figure out what kind of foods you want. You scroll through. You pick. You go through the menu, and you know you order and you know thirty to. 30 minutes to an hour later, someone comes to your house, right? Thank you for the burgers, right? And these food delivery services are everywhere. But while it's made um, getting our food a lot more convenient as consumers, there is beginning to be an issue on the restaurant side with uh, these food delivery service apps and, uh, you know. And, the repu- and how they're using the company's logo. So I'm going to explain what I mean. In New Hampshire, there are a group of restaurants that are owned by a company called Great New Hampshire Restaurants. It's a group of restaurants, okay? And of course, these restaurants, they're on DoorDash and Grubhub, and people are ordering, you know, things to bring home. They are suing DoorDash and Grubhub for using the restaurant logos on their website. Why? Because they're saying that DoorDash and Grubhub cannot guarantee the quality of the food um, um, between the time that, you know, the driver picks up the food and then they bring it to the house. These restaurants are saying that they have gotten complaints from customers who have ordered food from their restaurants through these food delivery services and the food is not the quality that they were, that they were expecting, right? Um... Now, uh, and they also said that these uh, these food delivery uh, apps, the companies, they allow, they do different stuff like in the app, like they'll let you order things on the app that you can't necessarily order if you were at the restaurant. So the restaurant, you know, gets this order and they're like, what is this? This is not even something that we do. So the restaurants are complaining that by DoorDash and Grubhub using their logos, um, you know, on their delivery service app, that they are affecting their reputation as businesses, Um, you know, and they've asked Grubhub and DoorDash to take them off the services and they haven't. So now they are resorting to suing for trademark infringement. Because remember, your trademark, it represents your business in the world, right? It tells people what your business is about, you have, um, people associate your, your, your logo with, you know, the, the, um, the ethics, the, 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 qua- the qualities that you want your business to exude, right? So if I'm a restaurant and let's say, let's say I'm a five-star restaurant. I don't know if these are five-star restaurants that are complaining. Hi, TK something. But let's say, you know, I'm like a a five-star restaurant and I allow DoorDash or Grubhub to, um, you know, pick up orders for people who want to order out. But the Grubhub and DoorDash, uh, drivers, they're, I don't know, maybe they're just jostling the food around or they pick, I've heard of people like eating people's food that they ordered. Yeah. Um, you know, or you know just the food just the food arriving um, in in haphazard condition or the food not arriving at all now, if you 're a five star restaurant and someone who ordered this you know probably expensive meal doesn 't get what they were expecting, guess what they 're going to do they 're going to go online and they 're going to complain, which will bring down the value of that restaurant in the eyes of its consumers right so these companies are suing these apps for using their logos when they're allowing people to order on the on the um on the apps so what do you guys think about that do you think that there is a valid argument from the restaurants do you think that DoorDash and Grubhub should be able to use the logos or should they only be able to kind of like write out the name because if your tr- if your logo represents your company but DoorDash and Grubhub can't guarantee that you're going to get the same quality food as if you ordered from the restaurant, should they be allowed to use the logos? What do you guys think? And you don't have to you know, d- don't be afraid to disagree with people, but you know, for me, I understand where the restaurants are coming from, but then on the other end, it's like if I'm on the app it's a lot easier when you're scrolling to to point out the logo than read the name, right? Um, which is probably why DoorDash and GrubHub do that. Uh, Mahogany Joy said it's a valid complaint. sincere thirty thirty nine said no. All right, yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think that wait, sincere thirty nine, you you don't think you don't think they have a valid a valid uh. Sincere 39, elaborate on your no, please. Mahogany Joy said associating me with poor service is a no-no. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So when now, and then on top of the fact, if I'm asking you to take me off your service, if I don't want to be there, why won't you take me off? I was under the assumption that restaurants that um, I can order from on these food delivery service apps have agreements with DoorDash and all and, and you know all of these other services. But um, I, we may I, I may have to do some investigation to see how how these services work. Do they have permission from the restaurant? Mahogany Joy said they need to be on the same level and with the same understanding for customer service. Mm-hmm. That is very true. High King Tech Services. So as we you know we get into this um this era of of third party delivery things, it's like you can, you can have an intermediary for, for everything, right? Using your cloud to run your business, right? And if you are partnering with a service to get your product or your things to more people, at what point do you have to limit, um, how that third party can use your signs, your, your, your trademarks? Like, um, if you think about fast food services, And, you know, when they do collaborations and they do the the toys with the Happy Meals and things like that, they always have, you know, the official trademarks and things and things, you know, with the toys that come with them. And you know that the toys come with a certain level of quality or genuineness, right? Um, But what if the company that was making these toys was making shoddy toys and they were shoddy versions of these trademark toys? The original company that you're contracting with to do this toy collaboration may not want you to do it anymore. So you have to be careful when you're out here being a third party, like a lot of businesses that are popping up are concierge, uh, are concierge services. So if you're being an intermediary, you need to think about this business that I am being a courier for, what are their standards? And what do I have to uphold so that I don't get in trouble with them, you know, and then say that I'm tarnishing their brand. So I think that great New Hampshire restaurants, I think they have a valid, valid reason for protesting the use of their trademarks because you're not going to use my logo out here to drag me in the street, especially if you are taking my stuff and, you know, it's like if I order a, a, a order something off of Amazon and then whoever is, you know, delivering my package They bounced it like a basketball on the street. They opened it. I don't know. Maybe they used it a little bit and then they drop it off at my house. Who am I going to blame? The delivery person or am I going to blame Amazon? I'm going to blame Amazon. All right. So good luck to uh, the great New Hampshire restaurants, okay? All right. Now we are moving on to our second and final story of the evening. Like I said, we have a short show. We only have two stories. Um, So if you have questions for Q&A, let me know, Okay. Um, if you have heard of the brand Hugo Boss, give me an HB in the comments. If you know the brand Hugo Boss. Oh, Always Hungry said, are they aware of the contract with the people that drive? Um, do you mean are the restaurants aware? Um, I'm the, I, and that's the question here, is we don't know if the, restu- if, if the restaurants have official contracts with DoorDash and Grubhub, okay? Okay, thank you for the Hugo Bosses. So we know that Hugo Boss is specialized in menswear, right? Um, but apparently Hugo, Hugo Boss is a bit of a... Okay, okay, it's always hungry, said yes, as in what do they have to uphold? Yeah, I don't know if they're aware of that. I have no idea. That's something we would have to research. Um, so we know Hugo Boss is a menswear line. I think they do suits. Do they do suits? Yeah. Either um, way, anyway, Hugo Boss, menswear. Uh, but apparently they are a bit of a trademark bully. They have, uh, we've talked about trademark bullying here. Like we said, peop- uh, companies that have a lot of money, they will go after smaller companies for like the smallest thing and bother them if they even come near, um, you know, Something that that they've trademarked. If uh, one of the one of the biggest examples I can think of is Monster Energy Drink, they sue everybody. Sometimes the things that they are suing about have have no resemblance whatsoever to their logo, but they are very very um litigious. They're like, well, we're just protecting our trademark, okay. And apparently, the same is true for Hugo Boss. So, now this is not a case that happens in America, but it was so funny that I needed to talk to you guys about it. There is a British comedian by the name of Joe Lissette, and he is so tired of Hugo Boss's shenanigans in trademark bullying that he has legally changed his name. To Hugo Boss. And C39 said they make watches, shoes, and cologne. So this comedian has le- legally, on paper, went down to the court, whatever they do in England, and changed his name to Hugo Boss to protest Hugo Boss's bullying ways. Um, he's doing this as part of a promotion. Um, uh, f- uh, he's, he has a show coming out, a consumer education show, and he's going to be launching products. So he's, he's, he putting his money where his mouth is and change his name to Hugo Boss. Always Hungry said it's petty and hilarious. Yes. Like, how, like, how can Hugo Boss even fight this? The man legally changed his name to Hugo Boss. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> so that, I guess that's one way to get around, you know, somebody's trademark. But yes, um, if you if you like British comedy at all, go look up Joe Lissette, L-Y-C-E-T-T, and uh, check out his show, uh, where he's going to be educating consumers in a very funny way. Y'all hear Toby up there? He's protecting the house. <laughs> yes, Toby. Thank you, my fearsome beast. Protect me. <laughs> okay, yes, so, uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, I don't know if Hugo Boss is gonna try and go after Joe Lissette for, you know, changing his name, I don't know how they're gonna go after him, because he's changed it to his name, he can just sign it on stuff, he's not trying to do it, he's not trying to, um, right now he's not trying to do anything, he may try and launch products in the future, yes, Toby on guard duty, but um, those were the stories that we had today. Like I said, today was a short show. We didn't have a lot of stories. The, um, the restaurants in New Hampshire do not want the food service apps using their logos because they cannot ensure the quality of the food and they don't want to damage their reputations. And hi, Isaiah. Isaiah Hammerbot Johnson. What an interesting name. Toby. You see what I deal with? Y'all see what I deal with? This is my child. This is my child. Yes. Yes. So the restaurants don't want the the delivery apps uh, (laughs) using using their logos. And a comedian in England is sticking it to Hugo, Hugo Boss by changing his name to Hugo Boss. Toby is 25 pounds, always hungry, but he acts like he is 150 pounds. I don't know what to do with this child. Yes, he is an ankle biter, my little baby. But we have we have a whole 10 minutes, guys. He's been out. I took him for a long walk. Uh, we have a whole 10 minutes before we end. So if you have any questions, yours is 45. Oh, that's a good-sized dog. If you have any questions about the stories that we've covered, about the restaurants, any the stories that we covered yesterday, you'll help me train them. Thank you. Um, any of the stories we covered yesterday, any of the issues that I that I talk about on this show about trademarks, about copyrights, give me one second. I need to go t- uh, tell this dog to be quiet. Hold on, guys, be patient. All right. I'm back. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> okay, so Mahogany Joy asks business plan or logo first. Um So, do you mean if you're drawing your logo or designing it? Um <laughs> Yes. Do you mean if you're drawing your logo? Because your business plan, you're probably not going to finish that in one day, Mahogany Joy. And if you're designing your logo, that's probably going to take some time too. So I would say work on them concurrently at the same time. Your business plan, unless you have you know exactly what the numbers are, there's going to be research involved. Your logo, if you're working with a logo designer, um, you're, you're, there's going to be you know revisions and things that you have to go over. So it's totally possible. To do the both of them at the same time, <laughs> Mahogany said he just wanted my attention. Yes, he did. Um, happy to see someone touching on the government money. <laughs> yes, so business plan and logo. I believe that those two things can be worked on at the same time. Okay. Oh, um, now if you're talking about um, like actually filing for trademarks and things. Um, You're going to want to do your business plan first because you don't want to like start trademarking everything and then you have a business plan and you realize that this business is not feasible, okay? But yeah, but if you're in the design phase, you can do business plan and logo at the same time, um, especially if you're hiring out to do that because, you know, it's not necessarily your time. You just have to give them feedback. Also, remember that we did the, um, guys, we did the Logos 101 series and we talked about the seven different types of logos and how to pick the right one for your business Color psychology, typography, working with a designer, all that. That workshop is on sale now if you go to Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Okay? Uh, what else? We got, how much time we got? Five, six. We got seven minutes left. Any other questions, guys? Oh, um, want to remind you the Duns number webinar replay is on sale. If you want to get into these big box stores, you need a Duns number. If you want a federal contract, you need a Duns number. Um, Isaiah Hama Bot Johnson said scale one to 10. How hard is it to get a patent where to really get started? All right. So I would say the first thing before you start a patent, uh, pick up my patents ebook. Um, if you go to gumroad.com forward slash NPL consulting firm, that is where you can find all my ebooks. And I break down what a patent is, how, why, where you need one, how to use one, things like that. Um, and we also talk about the very beginning stages and filling out the provisional patent form. So if you go to gumro.com forward slash NPL consulting firm, get my patent ebook and it covers all the preliminary stuff that you need to know about patents. Okay. All right. Um, Sincere39 said, do you need to be in the same state when forming an LLC? Absolutely not. You can form an LLC in whatever state you want, but you have to be aware of what the tax implications are, and that's why you need to talk to an accountant. Now, a lot of states, cho- a lot of people choose to start their businesses in Delaware because Delaware is, ju- is simply the easiest and cheapest state to start a business in. It is $90 to file the LLC and like $45 for a resident agent, but most times you're going to want to file your business in the state, um, where you're going to do your business. Um, oh, you're welcome. Isaiah Hammabot Johnson. Um, always hungry said I have a name for my IG. The name is taken, but the account hasn't been active for four years. I'm not sure what you mean. What, what are you trying to do with the name? Um, I would need to do, to know how to do that. So C39 said, no, no, you pay taxes in Delaware, but in, as opposed to your taxes being based on how much money you made as a business in Delaware, you pay a flat fee for taxes every year of $300 and that's it. They, and they just, you send them your $300 and you're done for the year. Um, business name for your business. You have a business name, So I always hungry I, I'm not sure are you trying to start restart the Instagram account are you do you want to use the business name Oh so you have a name for your business and the name is taken on IG okay Well, that happens all the time. You're just going to have to be creative. Maybe put some underscores or, you know, um, special characters in it to kind of change it around to make it different enough. Um, or you can contact whoever is running that IG account and maybe buy it from them. Those are your two options, I think. Okay. Uh, yes. 831. So like I have a, King Tax Services said I pay $225 a year to my state to, to keep my biz name and entity. So King Tax Services pay $225. You tried all. Oh. oh guys, um King Tax Services, she is giving lessons on budgeting and savings, and she is a, a amazing tax professional. Go check her out in her life. She is giving so much good information, okay. All right, you're welcome, Always Hungry. I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help. Hi, J. Girl, we about to end. It was a quick show today. We only got three more minutes. If you guys have any more questions, let me know what you got. Let me know what you got. Let me know what you got. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to be back here tomorrow. Uh, 8 o'clock, as usual, with more stories. If y'all find stories... Please send them to me because I only had two today. Um, I I love it when you guys send me stories, especially like if I haven't heard about them already. Uh, Don't forget, uh, if you are in the D.C. area, I'm going to be on the panel. Oh, you made a new name. Cool. I'm going to be on the panel for the Movement Conference. Uh, I'm going to have the information up uh, on my I have the flyer up on my IG stories right now. I'm going to have all the information for you in a few days. But if you're in the DMV area, come out. We're going to be, uh, you know, networking and learning from each other. I'm going to be on a panel with other professionals, helping creatives and entrepreneurs get their business lives together, okay? Um, as well, don't forget to... Oh, if you want to advertise your business on the show, I have really great views on Facebook. Last night when we were done, we had like... Almost a thousand views by the end of the show, and that does not count all the after views. Um, so, if you want to advertise on the show, I do sell thirty-second spots starting at nine dollars a pop. You can go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book a thirty-second spot there. Just scroll all the way to the bottom. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can book a free fifteen-minute consultation, um, download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet to get your dream business started in seven days or less. Um, what else? Uh, that is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel to watch the old episodes of this show and subscribe to the podcast. All right. So I'm going to leave it there for tonight. As usual, thank you guys for your participation. Thank you for your energy. Um, love hanging out with you guys and we will be, we will be back here tomorrow. Bye. Bye mom and dad.